All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. We are in beautiful Davenport, Iowa. We're here for a town hall with President Trump in the lead-up to the all-important Iowa caucuses. Uh, that's the first in the nation, and it gets the primary season up and running and real, followed by New Hampshire and South Carolina, Nevada, and 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 just straight on through Super Tuesday and beyond. Um, but, um, anyway, I hope you'll tune in. That is all happening tonight. Tickets, by the way, free on Hannity.com. Uh, we also have audience shows on Wednesday and Thursday in New York city. If you'd like to join us, uh, go to Hannity.com. Uh, tickets again are free. We don't charge. We just give out free footballs. That's what we do at the Hannity shows. Uh, a lot happening in Washington, DC that should scare the living bejesus out of everybody. It really should. You know, Christopher Ray testified. I'm going to play him in a second. I'll play an exchange that he had in particular with with Ted Cruz and and with Lindsey Graham um, about the threat level that has gone up in this country and how dramatically higher that it has gone up in this country because it should scare every American and it shouldn't be in America. This should not be happening in America. There are ways to protect us. But when the FBI director says that the terror threats elevated to an all time high and that he sees blinking lights everywhere and among the statements that he make is, you know, he's out there saying what I would say is uh, that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there have been many times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there where we may be right now, I've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated all at exactly the same time. So blinking red lights analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11. And Lindsey Graham continued, obviously all of us missed it. Would you say there are multiple blinking red lights out there? Well, his answer is I see blinking red lights everywhere. Well, you know, pause for a second. Then why has he been taking limited FBI resources and allocating them to go after tiger moms like Linda uh, that show up at school board meetings that are upset about the age appropriate material being taught their kids, maybe about gender identity or CRT or whatever it happens to be. That would be a local policing issue. And if you've got blinking red lights everywhere, maybe that's where your priorities ought to be. Maybe before elections, you shouldn't be sending agents to meet uh, weekly with big tech companies and indoctrinate them into a system of belief that they're going to be victims of a misinformation campaign that may be about Joe and Hunter Biden, knowing damn well that Hunter Biden's laptop was real, number one, and number two, that it was likely going to be released because you knew that Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. Uh, maybe they shouldn't participate in those political activities. Maybe they shouldn't be going after traditional Catholics or people that are peacefully protesting that happen to be pro-life. Then he later tells Graham that since October 7th, what happened in Israel when Hamas brutally murdered all these Israelis and took all these hundreds hostage, the threat level has gone to a whole new level. But he's not just talking just about that. He's talking about at our nation's borders. I want to go through some of this with you because this, this ought to scare every single American because this is, this is real this is a real threat to our homeland. 
You know, I've been saying something I don't want to say on this show. And every time I say it, I say, I pray to God that I'm wrong. But I'm pretty much 100% certain now that with 8 million plus uh, Joe Biden illegal immigrants in this country because of his unwillingness to enforce the laws of the land and uphold his oath to our Constitution, you don't get to pick and choose what laws you want to enforce and what laws you're not going to enforce. But because he has allowed all of these unvetted people into this country, it has now created what is nothing short of a clear and present danger to the entire country. Pick something up here. I'm picking something. I have a piece of paper on the floor. For example, we have caught at the border, not talking about people that the gotaways, as we call them. Why did America catch 659 Amer- uh, Iranians at our border? Iran, last time I checked, is the number one state sponsor of terror. What are they doing at our southern border? How is it that 6,386 Afghans have been caught at our border? Isn't that the same country where Al-Qaeda operated and was at war with us? Why are 3,153 Egyptians at our southern border? Isn't that the home of the Muslim Brotherhood? Yeah. Why are 538 Syrians caught there. You think they're friends of America, the country? Do you think they needed to be vetted before we ever would let them in the country? Then a whopping 12,605 Russians, a whopping 26,113 Chinese. Now, I didn't make up these statistics. Those statistics come from the Customs and Border Protection. That's data that they have, that they released. I believe FoxNews.com broke that story. I mean, how is that even possible? So I'm watching Director Ray, you know, now say I, I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Well, if the, if the FBI director sees it, why hasn't he told the American people sooner than now? October 7th was quite a long period of time ago, but he was seeing it beforehand, he indicated. Now, anyway, he testified to Lindy, Lindsey Graham about this level going up to another level since October 7th. Also told Lindsey Graham about multiple plots that Iran has attempted against the U.S. That's cut 14. Let's listen to this. What is Iran trying to do to America? So Iran, which is, of course, the world's biggest state sponsor of terrorism. Let's start there. Um, Iran, just in the last couple of years, if you want to bring it home here to the homeland, in the last couple of years, Iran has tried to assassinate a former U.S. national security advisor on U.S. soil has tried to kidnap and then try to kill a journalist, American journalist and human rights activist, right smack in the middle of New York City, has conducted a cyber attack on a children's hospital in New England, and for extra credit, as Director Ratcliffe and I announced in the fall of 2020, tried to interfere in the last presidential election. Okay, with all of that, now ask yourself a question. Why has he been taking limited FBI resources during the period of time he's describing and assign special agents to meet with big tech companies to what ended up being a a full on FBI, FBI censure of the Hunter Biden laptop story? Why is he why is he involving the FBI if it's not needed? We do have local law enforcement. Why is he involving the FBI in school board meetings for crying out loud? Why? Because Tiger Mom, Tiger Dad got all worked up at a school board meeting 
Yeah, I think the local sheriff or the local police department could probably handle that. You know, why then are they going after traditional Catholics? We had a story with Jim Jordan about this last night on Hannity. Why, why aren't they focused like a laser beam when he's talking about all of these attempts by Iran over the, just the last couple of years to kill, kidnap, uh, cyber attacks that they're involved in? Then he testified that he's con- concerned that international terrorism threats to the homeland are rising as the border continues to be broken. Now, since Joe Biden's been president, we now have over 8 million illegal, unvetted Biden illegal immigrants in this country and many from the countries I mentioned, Iran, Syria, Egypt, Afghanistan, China, and Russia. Now, explain to me why that has not been, you know, brought forth in previous hearings loudly and clearly and telling the country that we need to secure our borders. Why has he, well, why has he waited this long and allowed 8 million illegal immigrants into the country before he decides to tell us. Listen. Are you concerned that international terrorism... You said 80... We found enough fentanyl to kill 80% of American people? And that's just in the last two years. Okay. Do you think we missed some fentanyl? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, What role does China play in the fentanyl problems America has? Well, I'd start with uh, China supplies most of the precursors uh, to the cartels in Mexico, which then leads to the fentanyl that comes here. Uh, And that's been talked about a fair amount, and it's a huge problem. But in addition to that, China is also responsible for an awful lot of the pill presses, manufacturing of the pill presses, which, of course, are also used. And in addition to that, a lot of people don't know this, but China is also responsible for an awful lot of the precursors for the meth that's manufactured south of the border as well. Do you see that getting better? I do not. Are you concerned that international terrorism threats to the homeland are rising as the border continues to be broken? I am concerned that we are in an elevated threat environment, a heightened threat environment from foreign terrorist organizations um, for a whole host of reasons. Um, And obviously their ability to exploit uh, any port of entry, including our southwest border, is a source of concern. You know, there's a lot of discussion about numbers, and numbers are important, but let's not forget that it didn't take a big number of people on 9-11 to kill 3,000 people. So while numbers are important, numbers don't tell the whole story. And we have seen an increase uh, in so-called KSTs, known as suspected terrorists, attempting to to cross, uh, you know, over the last five years. I mean, you got to be kidding me. This has been going on for this period of time, and we now know where FBI resources have been focused on. Oh, and and by the way, did I mention raiding Mar-a-Lago? I'm sure that was right at the top of the list, but not raiding Joe's garage with his beautiful Corvette or going into the UPenn Biden Center or going to the University of Delaware or going to Joe's beautiful beach house that I'm sure that he bought on a senator's salary uh, because, you know, he's just so wise with investing of his money. And it just got worse from here. And it just makes you wonder. Now, uh, Ted Cruz, I mean, was was pretty brutal here um, and said Ray doesn't. Question, if the FBI tried, you know, the assertion that Hunter Biden's location when the infamous WhatsApp message was sent, why not? This is an important question. I am sitting here with my father. 
We are wondering why you did not fulfill the commitment. And between everybody he knows, my ability to hold a grudge, you will regret not following through. Five days later, $5 million shows up in a, in a bank account of Hunter. Listen to Ted Cruz. An IRS whistleblower, Gary Shapley, testified before the House of Representatives that the natural step he wanted to follow was to determine whether Joe Biden was in fact sitting next to his father when this threat was made to extort millions of dollars from a Chinese communist. And what the IRS whistleblower testified is that when he tried to find out whether Joe Biden was sitting next to Hunter, that the DOJ blocked getting the GPS data on Joe Biden's phone. Did the FBI try to ascertain where Hunter Biden was and where Joe Biden was when this text was sent? Well, I think the questions you're asking uh, go to the ongoing investigation being led by Special Counsel Weiss. And so I'm, I'm not going to be able to discuss what is or isn't in scope. Yeah. Let me give you a short answer for I'm not answering that question because everybody was involved in this cover up as it relates to all things, the Biden family syndicate. And this is this 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 is the whole reason for Jim Jordan's investigation on the House Judiciary Commi uh, Committee as the FBI of Joe Biden. Have they been politicized? Have they been weaponized? Has the DOJ been politicized? Has it been weaponized? And the bigger question is, do we have a dual system of justice or is Lady Justice blind? Do we have equal justice under the law? Do we have equal application under our laws? Well, the answer is obviously no. And you can look at the raid at Mar-a-Lago and compare it to Hillary Clinton's laptop and 33,000 deleted subpoenaed emails you know, bleach pit and hammers and devices and SIM cards. And of course, the dirty Russian disinformation dossier that is predecessor, you know, no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute speech or Joe Biden's, you know, top secret classified documents. Can you imagine if the Trump family had tens, you know, dozens of of shell corporations, 10 family members paid uh, the, the head of the company, admittedly no experience in energy, oil, gas, oil, Ukraine or China, making millions and millions of dollars in energy and oil and gas and coal. Yeah, I don't think anybody would believe it. And I will tell you, the whole nation would be talking about it. By the way, the whole nation eventually will be talking about it because the evidence is so overwhelming, in my opinion.